Alright everyone, welcome to episode 2 of the Manly Mission Podcast, hosted by yours truly, Farhan Rana. Um, hope you all are doing well on this Tuesday, or whenever you're hearing this. Um, just before we get started, I have a really good topic for you guys. Um, I want to give you something, um, I know a lot of you are in the gym, or you've been working out for a bit, and you might want um, to try n- new workout routines, or... Uh, just see what you what changes you can make. So what I've done for you is um, create seven. Uh, what was it? I called it the seven day essential workouts PDF. It has everything that you need in terms of um, hitting all the muscle major muscle areas and um, really having an effective workout routine. So to get that, go to farhanrana.com/workouts. So F-A-R-H-A-N-R-A-N-A dot com slash workouts. Check it out over there and um, I'm sure you'll like it. So getting into today's topic, um, it kind of goes off of what I was talking about last time, kind of taking action and really um, not delaying on taking, uh, getting on on your dreams and making those a reality. Um, this is more in the vein of uh, productivity. It's um, so I'm going to title it "How to Stay Focused While Working." Um, but really, this will apply if you're a student, or even if you're a working professional, someone who works on their own. Um, maybe you're a solopreneur, an entrepreneur. Um, this will apply to a lot of you guys. So let's get right into it. And I want to start this off by saying, you know, saying the obvious, which is we live in a hyper-distracting world today. Um, Everything in our external environments um, calls us away from what we should be doing, regardless of, you know, whether it's endless shows on Netflix or spending countless hours playing video games or just uh, mindlessly scrolling scrolling through Instagram and TikTok. You get the point. There's like a lot of things that are pulling our direction in a lot of ways. And they're not, you know, they're not productive in any um, major sense at all. And uh, to be, be perfectly honest with you guys, um, I'm more than vulnerable to these distractions, you know, just like you. Um, I've struggled to work on many of my projects, um, including podcasting, and I've put it off for so long. Um, sometimes real reasons such as work and family do get in the way, and it's just um, you just have to put things on a back burner for, for, some, for some time. But I would say even in those circumstances, we're making excuses for ourselves. If we were actually truly committed to the craft, um, we would find ways to either negotiate with the people we're responsible to, or just find more time uh, and really hunker down and do the work that we that we promised to do to ourselves. Um, so, and you know, this will this will really apply to you, whether what regardless of what you're doing, whether you want to learn how to play an instrument or learn a new new skill work on a business proposal or start a podcast or even do something as cook up an amazing meal. Um, I believe that the strategies I'm about to share with you will help you just do just that. So step number one um, is going to be figuring out your focus windows. Um, That's a term I've coined um, and you'll see more about, you know, what I mean by that. so when I was writing up the script for this podcast, I was doing this um, uh, at a really productive time for me, which is sometime in the mid-mornings. Um, I'm trying to write this maybe in the middle of the night or right after lunch when I'm kind of sluggish would not go so well for me. Um, those times and maybe some others are just when I'm not productive or I'm not as productive as I, w- as I would like to be. 
Now you might be thinking, well, I thought being productive was about just brute forcing yourself to do the work and get it done. Um, that is true to some extent. Um, we do have to work against fatigue, boredom, and procrastination. I do agree with you on that. Um, as I'm recording this right now, I've had a really busy day and it's not even ended at this point. Um, I do still have some commitments, but I've made a commitment to you to record this and hopefully provide you some value. Um, but I would argue that this kind of constant hustle um, should be a last resort. Um, what is really benefiting me the most is being able to optimize my daily schedule to the exact time frames, which I refer to as focus windows. And that's when I'm most refreshed, inspired and free of distractions. So personally, for me, those times are in order of preference right after breakfast until lunch, in the late afternoon until evening, and then sometimes an hour or so before bed if I'm not too tired. And uh, this list comes after much trial and error and understanding that trying to do deep work at suboptimal times actually reduces the quality of my work and, and how long I'm actually able to stay focused. And uh, this is a concept discussed by Cal Newport in his book, Deep Work, Rules for Focused Success in a Distracted World. You should definitely check that out. Um, it has a ton of value in terms of how to actually um, do meaningful work regardless of what your uh, actual career or profession is. So the first step for you would be to identify those times of day or night when you are at your best. And uh, if you have trouble identifying those windows, those focus windows, as I call them, um, ask yourself a couple of questions. When am I most awake? Uh, is this really early in the morning or late at night or is it right after a workout? And um, just like I showed with my example, you can have multiple focus windows. So don't just limit it to one time. Think about times during the day or even during the week, say on the weekends or in the evenings, when you have that kind of attention um, and you're really inspired to do the work that you want to do. And really what matters at the end of the day is that you want to be doing this when you're most alert and willing to put in good quality work. Number two um, it would be to cut out all distractions in your physical and virtual environments. Once we've identified our focus windows, the next step is to make sure that nothing gets in the way of that time. And uh, as I told you in the very beginning, we're submerged in a sea of distraction these days. And it's not like those distractions are unavoidable um, either, completely unavoidable. Most of them are completely within our control. So here's uh, you know, how I take care of distractions in my physical immediate environment. The first step that I take is when I'm getting into my focus window is to find and work, work on, in the most phys optimal physical environment um, for me. So in my case, that would be working at my desk in my room. And I make sure that the room is free of clutter, it's well lit, and my desk has everything that I need. So my computer, um, my water bottle to stay hydrated, a notepad for any notes I need to take. Number two, um, have everything you need at your working station. Um, you can apply this in, uh, you can apply this to whatever you're doing. And um, it, for me, it would be out, it would be really counterproductive for me to get up every so often just to f get water, to have find a pen or anything else that I might need. Um, figuring out all the stuff you need prior to getting to work is key. And what helps me to stay focused for a long time without having to get up so often. So really think about what you need and really have that all set up. And number three um, is letting other people in your immediate environment know that you will be working. 
if you live with other people or you have family in your house, um, I think it's really important to ideally work when there isn't, when there aren't a lot of people around. But if you can't get around that, um, maybe it's uh, communicating that to them and just letting them know that, hey, uh, for example, from 9 to 11 tomorrow, I'll be working on um, recording a podcast or um, learning this coding language or whatever the case may be. So just communicate that and um, work with them to the best of your ability. Or if it's not an option at all and there's just always something going on, like, like in my house, you can always find a local library or find a place where um, you can have a reasonable amount of space and um, solitude to where you can get your work done and really just be resourceful in this case. Now, I mentioned that we should take care of our physical and virtual environments. So coming on to virtual, um, what I'll say is that the biggest distraction here will be the constant barrage of notifications on your phone or even on your computer if you have that um, set up. And uh, it really surprised me how, you know, in the past I've really let this one aspect of digital life take away so much from, from my focus. So here's what I've done to fix that. Here are another three tips to uh, mitigate distractions you might have in your virtual environment. Number one, put your phone on silent or do not disturb mode and use a uh, timer app, um, something to keep track of your progress and to make sure that you're not just checking your phone when you shouldn't be. This will apply more to working on your computer, but number two, eliminate all unnecessary tabs to just the very few that you need to get your work done. Um, this means no watching YouTube or Netflix while you're working. You might say that um, it helps you focus, it keeps you engaged while you're doing boring, repetitive work. Um, you might, you could make that case. Uh, I'll give you that much. Number three, keep your attention to just the d document or the digital workspace at hand. Uh, sometimes, in, in my case, I'll need to go back and forth between tabs, but try to reduce this as much as I can so I don't mess up my focus too much. And once I've removed all of this from my immediate physical and virtual spaces as, as much as I can, I'll, eat it, I'll add in my secret superpower, which helps me zone in and laser focus. I'll talk about that right now. So number three, the superpower of the Pomodoro technique. Ever since I discovered this technique a few years back, my quality and quantity of work has really skyrocketed. And this helped me study for tests and um, record, record podcasts and everything I need to do. So here's how that works. Um, this technique was originally developed by a student by the name of Francesco Cirillo, I'm hoping I'm saying that right, in the late 1980s, and is named after the tomato-shaped kitchen timer he used to time his study sessions. Um, and essentially, the idea is to have short or even long, uninterrupted and regularly repeating time periods with breaks um, interspersed between each session. And the original te technique works as 25 to 25 minutes on and five minutes off for however long as you can go or have or as you need. I've used variations of this timing scheme and adapted them to the task at hand. For example, when I was studying for um, a test recently, what I did was a 45 minutes on and 15 minutes off uh, schedule, and that worked really well. And what what I what I found is that once you keep once you get more practice with this, you can actually go for more lo longer sessions or more number of sessions. Um, 
However, there are some caveats that I've discovered and I want to share those with you guys so you're, you have full knowledge of how this actually works. First off, if I'm really going to be focused on writing or anything that's really deep work and um, suffers from any kind of distractions, um, what I'll do is I will have a timer on, but I'll make it long enough to the point where I'll get tired at some point during that um, Pomodoro session, if you want to call it that. Um, this will be maybe like an hour or an hour and a half, whatever, however long I need to record record something or work on writing something. Um, because for some uh, tasks, it, they, they just will take longer and having notifications that, hey, your timer is up, you need to take a break now. You might not feel tired. And even if you do feel tired, like coming back like, five minutes or even 15 minutes later, you'll just feel that your flow of work has just been interu inter interrupted when you could have really gone for like another 30, 45 minutes. Um, so just want you guys to keep that in mind. And another aspect of this technique is to keep in mind that this is only one method of being focused and productive. Um, it's really just about adapting this Pomodoro technique to your schedule and to the task at hand and adapt it as you build up your focus muscles, like I said, um, it does take a certain amount of practice to get this right and really find out what works for you. So I would keep that in mind and really just personalize this as much as I can. And for all of you tech savvy people who want to have an app for everything, I've got you covered there as well. Um, my favorite app to use, and I'm not sponsored at all um, by them, is called Tide. So T-I-D-E. And it's available for both iOS and Android devices. Um, what I really like about this is that it has obviously the standard timer feature I'm talking about, but a lot of different, um, sounds like nature sounds, that kind of stuff that you can have playing while you're working. You find, if you find that distracting, you know, obviously you can have it off, but I think it's a great app, but just because it gives you a lot of options. And just to kind of wrap this up, I know we covered a lot, um, what I really want to give you is to really hammer in the most important point, And I really mentioned this the last time as well, is really just to get at it and start working. Um, I've outlined, you know, the best methods that help me focus from identifying your focus windows to eliminating distractions and using the Pomodoro technique. But honestly, you know, this, none of this will help if you actually don't get started yet. Like you could have all the best apps and, you know, have your focus windows nailed to, to the minute. Um, but if you're not doing anything, and if you just let that time pass by, it's just not going to happen. You're not going to, you're not going to build that business, or you're not going to work on that paper that you've procrastinated for three weeks now. Or, you know, whatever you have in mind, you're just not going to get get on it. Um, so that's what I would say. And this is not meant to be critical or to make you feel bad, like, hey, you know, why have you been working and doing what you're supposed to do? Obviously, the, this applies, first of all, to myself, because I know that I've procrastinated in a lot of areas of life. And I'm just starting to realize how much there is, how much I can get accomplished if I just focus and really do the work. Um, so that's a message to you just to emphasize that yes these techniques I've outlined are there for you and you should definitely use them I think they will be really helpful to, to you but uh, really just 
stepping over your fear and really getting into the work that you need to do is going to give you all the momentum you need and everything will build on top of that. And um, just before we wrap up this uh, podcast, I want to give you some bonus tips um, just because I do have them listed and um, I think they will be useful to you. Uh, And there are two really quick ones. Use uh, the first one is use caffeine strategy strategically, and uh, for all of you caffeine allergic, I don't even know how you call it, caffeine sensitive people, you can ignore this. Um, but for anyone who needs a bit of caffeine to get going, uh, you might think that you need a lot of caffeine or a lot of coffee just to get a lot of work done. In some cases, that might be the case, um, but really, what you'll find or what you already know is that that amount of caffeine will just make you jittery and your mind will be all over the place. So what I do and what I recommend a lot of you guys to do as well is to have a small cup of coffee or tea or um, an energy drink, if that's your thing, and just have it a little bit before you need to do your work. Number one, this will give you the amount of energy that you need to stay focused. And number two, it will reduce the amount of distractions that you have while working. So you won't have to focus on oh, I need to finish this cup of tea before it gets cold or this energy drink has been been here for like a while, I should maybe take a sip. If that, even that bit distracts you, um, I would just say just have it beforehand so it's out of, out, of, out of sight, out of mind and you've had your caffeine and you're ready to go. And uh, the second one is to stay hydrated. Just have a bit of water with you whenever you're working. Um, I have my water bottle, everyone, anyone who knows me knows that I carry like a a giant bottle of water with me. Um, That's because I understand that staying hydrated from a health standpoint is obviously a good thing. But um, when you're focused for a long period of time, having a little bit of water on the side, or even before um, going with uh, the tip I had before, um, it just keeps keeps your brain clear and you're able to stay on track for whatever you need to do. Obviously, don't drink too much because you know what happens then. All right, guys, um, that was the the top, the podcast for today, how to stay focused while working. I hope you really enjoy this, and um, I hope you really take action on the tips that I gave you guys and uh, really use these to maximize the, the efficiency and the effectiveness of the work that you're doing. I do want to remind you that if you're looking for a seven-day workout plan, um, I've created that for you, and you can get that for free at forhanrana.com slash workouts. Um, I think you'll really find that useful, especially at this time of year when people are in the gym, which is a really great thing um, if you need something to uh, get started on or if you need something just to spice up your workouts, um, you'll have it right there. And I hope you really do make the most of it. All right. Um, Like I've said before, if you have topic suggestions or questions or comments, really just let me know um, on YouTube where you'll find this podcast as well. Um, If you're listening to this on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, thank you so much for your time. Even on YouTube, thank you. You know, thank you so much for your time. I really do appreciate people who listen to this and uh, really take action on this. And your questions and comments have been amazing. Those really keep me going. Um, for the next time I do need to record something and um, like I've said before um, this podcast is really about helping you as much as it as it is about me um, getting my ideas and my advice out and uh, I'm really really thankful for the opportunity to be able to do this and I really thank God for uh, 
giving me this inspiration to start this podcast and really just helping you, um, the listener, really take action on this and become your best version, which is all that the Manly Mission is all about. All right, so you know where to find me on YouTube, in the comments, or even on uh, on social media if you know where I am. And uh, looking forward to hearing from you guys. And that wraps up number two, episode number two of the Manly Mission podcast. This is your host, Farhan Rana, signing off. Hope you have a great one.